Welcome to the Bethel Church Podcast. Each week you'll be able to check in for our messages from Sunday and other material. We hope that our messages encourage you in your walk and daily faith with Jesus. Make sure to check out our website, BethelStratford.org. we're just going to talk a little bit about communion and I believe that um, every son every um, month we do communion and every month we talk about what Jesus did for us and this morning I want to remember what he did but I also want to talk about a few other things that communion in my mind should remind us of and so this morning we're going to look at some scripture verses and if you have your Bibles you can turn to Luke 22 and we're going to start there this morning. And as you're turning, as you're looking or scrolling, um, let's pray. Father, I thank you for the privilege and honor to come to your house and to worship you, to celebrate who you are. Father, now we turn our hearts and our minds to your word and we ask you to speak to us. Lord, help us to hear your words. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to hide me behind the cross and let my words be your words. I ask, Lord, that all of us leave here today changed by the power of your words. In your name we pray. Amen. In Luke 22, starting at verse 14, it says, Then when the hour came, Jesus said to his apostles, reclined, or Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of, of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks, and he said, Take this, divide it among you, for I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and he gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. So we remember every month, we remember what he did for us. We remember that his body was broken for us. We remember that he laid his life down. We remember that the new covenant is that we're saved by his blood. His blood cleanses us. His blood washes us clean. And it's interesting as we think of it scripturally, and if you think of it medically, when your blood walk, when you're cut and the blood comes out, it's actually cleansing and cleaning the cut. And then it actually heals and scabs itself to protect us. And this is what Jesus' blood does. His blood comes and washes us and cleanses us and forgives us and protects us. This is what he did and this is what he said before his death. And we remember this. We remember it and we partake in it. But what did he tell us after his resurrection? After he raised from the dead, what did he tell us that we should remember? So we remember his covenant. We remember that he laid his life down for us. But what did he say after? So before he dies, he tells us to remember this. Do this in remembrance of me. But then he raises from the dead and he interacts with his disciples and he gives us information. He talks to us. And in John 20, 21, it says this. And again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them 
and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sin, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. Just as God sent Jesus, Jesus then turns around and says, I'm sending you out. I'm sending you just the way I was sent. I need you to go. See, here's the thing. Many of you in the room, you've, you've, become, you've come into a relationship with the Lord and you've walked with him. But do you understand that it's not just about coming into a relationship with the Lord? We don't just come into a relationship with the Lord and go, there we go, we got it. We come into a relationship with Jesus, but we are to be sent by him. It's because of our relationship that we are called to go and make disciples and share. We are his witnesses. So every time we come to the communion table, I believe that we are supposed to remember what he did, but also remember what we're supposed to do. He didn't just die so you could get saved. Somebody told you about Jesus. So somebody tells you, you are now supposed to tell. It's not just about your relationship. Luke 24, 45 says this. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance for forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses to these things. I'm going to send you what my father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with the power from on high. It goes on in verse 50 to 51 just to explain that Jesus was taken to heaven. So these are his last words. You are my witnesses. I'm going to send you what the Father promised. That's the Holy Spirit. And he needs us to go. See, here's the thing. Some of us will look at this scripture verse and go, when he says, you are my witnesses, we'll say, oh, no, 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 Chad. He's just talking to the disciples and the apostles. We don't need to go. It's just them. They're the witnesses. But how many of you know that today, if you're honest even with yourselves, you just need to listen to somebody say something or you need to read an article, and you will share that as your opinion. We're in election times. How many of you have listened to the news or read an article and now shared that opinion with other people? See, here's the thing. You've read this. You've heard tons of preaching. You are his witnesses. You are supposed to go and share the gospel. You can't say, oh, that was for somebody else. No, because you will share your opinion on almost anything. But will you share the gospel? Will you share Jesus' love because you've received it? If you need a witness to that, if you're trying to figure out, well, Chad, I'm not an eyewitness, you just probably need to look in a mirror. And remember who you were a few years ago. Remember who you were six months ago. And go, I am an eyewitness to the transformation power of Jesus Christ. And share that with others. Acts 1 says, in starting at verse 7, he said to them, It is not for, me, for, not for you to know the times or the dates that the Father has sent, set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem 
in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And after, after he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes and a cloud hid them from their sight. He's asked us to be his witnesses. He promised us his Holy Spirit to help us. So when we remember, I believe we're supposed to remember what he did. Remember what he promised. He promised every one of us the power of the Holy Spirit to fill us, to give us the words to speak, the power to share it, to speak into other people's lives. And then we also, every time you take communion, I believe we're supposed to remember what he asked of us. When was the last time you shared the gospel with somebody? When was the last time you talked to a non-believer about Jesus Christ? I'm not sure how we can take communion and remember what he did for us with not the um, pushing, the, the inside prodding to go and share it with other people. If we don't share it, who are they going to hear it from? He has given us the power, and we are supposed to remember what he did, remember what he asked, and remember what he promised. Matthew 28, starting at verse 18, it says this, and many of us know this. Then, then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded them. And surely, I am with you always to the very end of the age. I believe there's many of us in this room that like that first part of the scripture. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So we know that Jesus is all authority. And so we will, we will even ask God, Lord, fill us with that power. But we won't do our part. And go. We won't go. Where's he asking you to go this morning? Who is he asking you to share his message with? His love with? This morning, he's here prodding you to say, you need to share the gospel with a neighbor, with a co-worker, with a loved one. Because you've been praying for them, but they just need you to actually communicate and share his love with them. Mark 16, verse 15 to 19 says, And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up snakes with their hands, and when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on the sick, and they will get well. Here it says, right away, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Whoever believes and is baptized, these signs will accompany them. These signs will follow them. I don't know about you, but there's many of us in the room that we like to read the scriptures and we hang on to the end of this where these signs will follow those who believe. 
And we like to hang on to the part where it says, this will follow us as we believe. We will have this power. We will lay hands on the sick. We will pray for them and they will be healed. And we want this power. But the first line says, go into all the world. Go. Go into all the world. Preach the gospel. Share the gospel. If we want the rest of it, should we not do the first step? I don't know about you, I have kids. And when I ask the kids to clean their room, and if they clean their room, we'll go get ice cream, which I don't think I've ever actually said, but follow the illustration. The kids will remember the ice cream. But they may not actually clean their room. Or they won't clean it completely because they just want the ice cream. And I believe there's many of us in this room as Christians, when we read this scripture verse, we skip through the go into all the world and preach the gospel, and we just jump down to these signs will follow. And we want the signs without the go. We want the ice cream, but we won't clean the room. And this morning, as we remember what he did, I want all of you just to pause and reflect for a moment. Yes, what he did, he died for us, he saved us, but he also promised to empower us. And when he promised to empower us, he asked us to go. So this morning, as we get ready to take communion, I want you to remember what he did. And I want you to believe the promise that he's going to give you the power of the Holy Spirit. But I want you to remember what he's asking you to do. He's asked you to go and share the gospel. So we're going to receive the elements as they pass them out. You guys can go ahead. And Pastor Melissa is going to lead us in worship. And just as you get the elements, just sit, hold on to them. We're going to take them together. But I want you to reflect on what he did, what he promised, and what he's asking of us. First Corinthians 11, Paul writes for us, starting at verse 23, he says, For I received from the Lord what I also pass on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night that he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So then, whoever eats the bread and drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ, eat and drink judgment on themselves. That is why many among you are weak and sick, and a number of you have fallen asleep. So before we partake together, let's just take a moment to reflect on our own hearts and ask for forgiveness, extend forgiveness.
stand together as we take communion. Scripture tells us the Lord Jesus, on the night that he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's partake of the bread together. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Let's partake of the juice together. Father, I thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on a cross for me. Jesus, I thank you for laying your body down. Nobody took your life, you laid it down. You allowed your body to be broken, your blood poured out so that I may be forgiven and be in a relationship with you. And so, Father, we thank you for sending Jesus. Jesus, we thank you for laying your life down. We ask you this morning to help us to remember what you did. Well, remind us what you promised. And so, Holy Spirit, I thank you for coming. And I pray for you just to fill every one of us afresh. Some maybe for the first time, some for how many times, but just a fresh inpouring of the Holy Spirit. And that we understand, Jesus, that yes, we remember what you did. We remember what you promised. But help us as we leave today to remember what you asked us to do. To go and share the gospel. To go and share what you've done for us. And so, Lord, as we leave today, I pray that you help us to be a light for you. That, Father, we've come to remember. We've come to receive, and now we are ready to go and to share your love and your power with other people. Strengthen us. Give us wisdom. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a great week.